Hey there, before we get into the episode, I gotta tell you, if you're listening live, the Decision Masters program is enrolling. If you're ready to end the overthinking habits that keep slowing you down and really ground into what matters right now so you can make cleaner, faster decisions, book your free consult ASAP and we'll talk all about it. All the details are at kirstenparker.com forward slash DMP. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. This is the Decision Masters podcast. I'm Kirsten Parker, the decision coach for overthinkers. When you feel good about your decisions, life feels good. You get to be present in your days and excited about where you're going. I'm going to help you build your decision mastery so it's easy to know what you want, navigate uncertainty, and handle any feelings that happen. Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Well, hey, bud. Happy post-Halloween week if you're listening live and happy whatever the frickin' frack week of the year this is finding you. I hope you're fabulous today. Before we dive in, I just have to share this incredible review our podcast just got last week from True Love 16. Kirsten's changed my life. I was like, "Mm, tell me more. True Love said, Kirsten presents decision-making in such an approachable and positive way that is infectious and has changed my thinking about myself. I am good at making decisions, exclamation point. You can be too. We all can. I'm obsessed. I just love hearing what you think of these ideas and this work and whoever you are, True Love 16, I champion you. And I agree, you're good at making decisions, and we all can be, right? This is ultimately meaning that we get to be in charge of, right? We get to be the ones deciding what's a good decision. What does a good decision even mean? Am I good at making decisions? My mission in life is to empower the pants off you. That came off weird, but stay with me. (laughs) I want to empower you to your core, to assign meaning you like to your decisions and to yourself. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about meaning, all the meaning there is to be assigned and all the meaning that's already being assigned to all the things in your life. Your brain is a meaning machine, right? It makes sense of the world by assigning stories to basically everything everything that you see and feel and think and experience. This Willy Wonka quote comes up for me anytime I talk about this. It just, it pops into my mind. I have no choice. You remember that quote, we are the music makers and we are the dreamers of the dreams. Well, here in Kirsten Parker's Decision Factory, we are the meaning makers and we are the doers of the things. You're welcome. T-shirt coming or maybe just a festive tote. But it's true, right? If we're really being honest, only you have the power to make anything meaningful. Nothing is inherently meaningful. And I want to pause and just say, you're allowed to disagree with me if you want to. This is not an argument for everything is meaningless and we should stop caring. But if we if we think about the objective reality that we're just organisms on a rock spinning through space, that's what's happening right now. There's no meaning without someone there to think something is meaningful. Hence, 
You are the meaning maker. And meaning requires ownership. And this can get a little tricky feeling because of societal and cultural and familial conditioning and collective consciousness and modern society where there can be taught or agreed upon meaning, right? Like red means stop or murder means bad or even in my family, D means failure or quitting means worthless, right? It's easy to think the things that are learned or collectively agreed upon is inherently meaningful. It just is meaningful. But I still argue something being meaningful to someone else can absolutely affect you, but it doesn't make that thing meaningful, period. Nothing can make something meaningful to you but you. And why I have meaning on the brain is that we just wrapped a very meaningful week for my family. We just finished, as I mentioned, real time we're recording this post-Halloween. And that's my family's biggest holiday. It's this crazy decades-long tradition that started when we moved into this house on Halloween Street, where now thousands and thousands and thousands of people come every Halloween, even on a Monday. And our house is the pumpkin house. So just to give you some context, my dad grows these giant pumpkins in their backyard. And when he was still working, he would take two weeks off work, (laughs) his real job, where he was like a boss of stuff. Um, And he he's retired now. So he just gives two weeks of his life to like pure focus to this holiday. My uncle flies out from North Carolina and my husband happened to have days off weirdly before Halloween this year. So the three of them carved about 40 pumpkins over the course of four and a half days, not including the two dozen smaller pumpkins that make up the body of this giant snake dragon thing. So that's what my dad does. My mom goes nuts on the inside of the house. So every painting is crooked and covered with cobwebs. Every surface is covered with pumpkins. Like we should make a Where's Waldo out of my mom's living room at Halloween time. But Waldo's shirt should be orange and black because you wouldn't be able to find him. It's nuts. It's so much fun. And I choose to make it very meaningful. So that's why it's on my mind, because I made a lot of decisions this week based on what I wanted to be meaningful. And it's interesting, too, because I observed some decisions that I ended up not loving, like what I was prioritizing, how I was spending my time. And that is something I'm going to get to later in the episode. Don't you worry. But I decided in advance, this is going to be meaningful. I decided this is how I want this experience to go. This is what I want to get out of it. This is what I want to pay attention to. This is how I want to feel. I wanted to soak it in. And I want you to take this opportunity, especially if you're listening real time. We're entering this holiday season, right? Many people make holidays coming up meaningful. But even if you're listening in the future, I want you to think about the next three months, whatever's coming up. What are you choosing to make meaningful about what's ahead in your family life, for you personally or spiritually, in your partnership, in your other relationships, in your work, in your community, in your world? Think about, I want you to like imagine yourself on the top of this like beautiful mountain Maybe you have like a Harry Potter wand or a Glinda wand, whatever you want. (laughs) You have the power to make whatever you choose 
meaningful. And you don't have to explain it or justify it to anybody. That's very powerful. And sometimes we do not look ahead at what do I want to be meaningful. Unfortunately, sometimes we find out after the fact, oh, that was meaningful. Dang. And this is why I want you to slow down right now and really take this second to think about what's coming up because it is easy for us to miss. Life is busy. Time moves so fast, right? Ferris Bueller was right. (laughs) Oh, no, (laughs) but it's okay. But we don't love that feeling, right? That's one of the worst feelings to get to the end of something that was meaningful and find out, oh, I didn't really pay attention. That was a special moment. I wish I wasn't distracted the whole time or I wish I'd been there. I don't want you to miss out on meaningful things that you could help yourself experience a little more purposefully if you just give the tiniest bit of forethought to them, right? Now, we're not overthinking this and we're definitely not overpressuring it, but we are setting up a new precedent in your life. You are allowed to make whatever you want meaningful. And you're allowed to make decisions accordingly because when you declare something meaningful for yourself, two things happen. You give yourself permission to be present for this thing and to prioritize it. And you give yourself direction to be present for this thing and prioritize it. Because sometimes we just don't feel like we're allowed to savor a moment. We don't feel, we feel like it's selfish, it's indulgent, it's blah, 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 blah. Other things should be important. So we need that permission. We need the green light from ourselves to be like, oh, this is okay. It's okay to craft my schedule around this thing just because I decided it's important. Yes, permission granted. And we also need to direct ourselves to do that because our defaults direct us otherwise. We have too many decisions to make. There is too much to be done. And we have a finite amount of energy. So our defaults run most of our life, which isn't really a bad thing unless you don't like any of your defaults, in which case the decision master's round is enrolling in another few months. Get on the wait list now because we all end up with defaults we don't love. But it doesn't actually have to be that hard to change your defaults. It actually happens one little action at a time. Directing yourself instead of letting your defaults direct you, so that you make decisions according to what you decide is meaningful. Because you might end up wanting to put something off or skip it or multitask through it. And you want to set yourself up to stand by your word, your word to yourself. I want this to be meaningful, whatever that means to you, right? Soak that in for a second. Get on the top of your mountain one more time. Be like, yes, I am in charge of everything here. If I want to make this lunch date with my friend super meaningful, I get to. If I want to make this silly to some people holiday super duper meaningful in my life, I get to. And I also want to highly encourage you to extend this power to making things not meaningful. We'll do a whole other episode on that. Right now, we're focusing on like making things meaningful on purpose in a good way. But you can absolutely wave that wand and just decide, you know what? That person's opinion of my artwork, not meaningful. Doesn't have to hold any inherent meaning in my life. Abracadabra, right? And it doesn't have to be directed at people too, although people cause most of the meaning drama in our lives. But it can also be timing. 
Like the timing of this email doesn't have to be meaningful, right? If you're watching your day get ruined by something that happened out of your control. This weather on vacation doesn't have to be meaningful in a bad way. It can mean something good. It can mean nothing. I can make it mean nothing. This is neutral, right? Your wand is very powerful. Use it wisely, my friend. I also want to address two challenges that can come up that I've seen many, many times and have experienced when we make meaning, when we are the meaning makers. Two challenges can tend to come up, and I want to offer my unfiltered coach thoughts on them, all right? Challenge number one, other people don't agree. Happens, yeah? Here's the coaching. That is their right as autonomous humans. I know, bummer. And it may not feel pleasant to have people disagree with you on what you make meaningful, but it doesn't have to change the meaning, okay? You remain in charge of what is meaningful to you. So I want you to question, what do you think you need other people to agree with or approve of? And is that true that you need them to? What would it look like to let yourself care as much as you want to about something and to let someone else do the same, to let them care as much as they want to about this thing. This can feel complicated, okay? Validating that. Your brain might want to argue back and say things like, but my partner should care about my business, or my family should make this tradition meaningful, or my friend should make this thing that's important to me important for them. So first off, breathe. Someone not acting how you want them to doesn't automatically equal they don't care. It's meaningless to them, okay? So they may think something is meaningful and they may have a very, very different way of presenting that than you want or expect. So don't make people's minds up for them. Don't decide that just because your partner isn't throwing a rose parade because you sold a piece of artwork doesn't mean they don't care, okay? Now, if they've said, I don't care, then fine. That's their truth in that moment. But we make a lot of meaning out of how people act and how people don't act that is optional. I just want to give you permission to notice what are you making it mean. Second, they might not care, right? Or more accurately, they might not care exactly how you want them to about the thing that you care about. One of the most useful skills you can build, yes, we do this in coaching, is the ability to give yourself and other people full autonomy. This means giving yourself 100% autonomy to care about what you want and make anything mean anything that you want to, and also extending that permission to think and feel whatever you want to other people in your life. And hopefully this is an empowering idea because you get to care about what you want and you get to question, what am I making it mean that this person is or isn't doing X? And is that really true? Is it true that my husband not throwing a rose parade for me means he doesn't care? What else could it mean? What do you want it to mean? Right Now, we're not talking about being in denial of reality. We are looking, though, 
for where are you not exercising all of the meaning-making agency that you have? Or where are you misdirecting it and using it against yourself to cause yourself extra unnecessary stress? We have enough stress. We got to find ways to let go of the extra. (laughs) Okay. Challenge number two, you still get distracted. So this happens too, right? We want to make something meaningful. We put lots of pressure on ourselves sometimes to make it good and feel good through it. And then we be humans. We be human people and we get distracted. We don't make it as meaningful as we meant to. Okay, here's the coaching. You are and will continue to be a human person. You're gonna human because humans gonna human. This means you're not going to reach that level in the video game where you're perfect and everything's perfect and the game is over and you win. (laughs) Sometimes you will want to make something important and you still won't pay enough attention to it or you will deprioritize it when something else comes up or you will believe someone else when they tell you that's not meaningful and I want you to breathe. And I told you, this kind of happened to me this week. I liked a lot of the decisions I made about what I did with my time and how present I was and how I engaged with like my family and the holiday throughout the long days. But I also found out some decisions that I didn't love about how I chose to schedule things, how I had planned things out to coincide in my business with this family stuff. And that's okay. I'm using that information to make new decisions going forward. This is another skill that's going to be a game changer for you. Yes, we do this in coaching too, is being compassionate with yourself when you be a human. It's not focusing on the fact that you are imperfect, not focusing on the fact that you made mistakes or you don't love your decisions. You breathe. And you feel your feels and you take the lesson. You make what you're observing and feeling meaningful in a way that helps you, not meaningful in a way that disconnects you from yourself and makes you feel like a bad person or a bad mom or a workaholic or a failure. We do not have to create that meaning out of these moments. We don't have to super glue judgments onto our identity for the rest of time because, ugh, that's the only way I'll learn the lesson. It's not. It's not. (laughs) You'll actually learn the lesson and implement the learning much more efficiently and effectively if you process the lesson with self-compassion. You can make these learning moments meaningful and stay on your own team at the same time. It's just not usually intuitive but I can help you. Coaches can help you. So get on the wait list for the Decision Masters program, like I said. So I want to know what you think. It's so incredible to hear what these episodes spark for you. So while you're here, click on over to the Decision Masters main page on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Tell me your thoughts. What are you choosing to make meaningful? And how might you deal with a challenge differently? Right? I really want you to take these ideas in of like, ooh, something can be meaningful to me. And it doesn't have to be meaningful to someone else. What would it look like if that were true? Maybe the fact that someone else is acting in this way doesn't even mean that it's not meaningful for them. Maybe we've never thought about that before. 
And if you have found yourself in this situation where you didn't act the way that you hoped and you did miss a little bit of something or you wish you would have made different decisions, maybe it's possible for you to not make that mean terrible things about you as a person. Maybe it's possible to stay on your own team and use this valuable information that you're getting from yourself and it's okay. I'm so excited for you to try these ideas on. Go make something meaningful and love your choice. Have the best week ever. Talk soon. Hey, want to know the number one thing you need to kickstart your momentum right now? Um, obviously. I know. That's why I created the Momentum Quiz. Head to kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz to find out your number one momentum killer and get your personalized action plan to boost your momentum and get back on track. That's kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. Have fun.